Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Happy to have you here today. We're going to talk about growing, growth as a leader. I think I've mentioned on the podcast before my online course, the title of it is Leaders Grow First. I absolutely believe that. In order to be an effective leader, you definitely need to be growing yourself on an ongoing basis. It takes time to become an effective leader. Yes, absolutely, you can be committed to learning and growing. It's admirable. But the secret sauce to all of it is patience. I'm not talking a day, a week, a month. It's years. Years of learning, years of embracing and believing you don't know it all. You're never going to know it all. And to continue to give yourself the greatest opportunity for success because you have a wealth of information, knowledge, understanding to draw from no matter what the situation is that you find yourself. Your team, it's not going to gel in a moment, overnight. It's not going to become this well-oiled machine with people engaged in the right spot in a week or a month, maybe not even in a year. Just stay committed. Stay committed to put yourself in the greatest place to be your best self. And that's by continuing to learn and understand who you are as a human being, what's important to you, aligning your values with the company values, and how you interact with the people that you lead. What does it mean to work on yourself? I'm sure you have heard somebody say this. You may have said it yourself. I know I have over the years. That glib comment, well, that's just me. It's who I am. As an excuse or reason for what we said or how we acted. Sorry, that's not going to fly. We all need to know our audience and present information and take actions that speak to them and don't cause walls to be erected. 
I know there will always be someone offended, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to find the best words or the best actions that don't put up that wall, that actually invite people in to the conversation or to the challenge, whatever it may be. So there's a couple of things that I really encourage leaders to grow in. And the first one is emotional intelligence. And the second one is listening. Now, the emotional intelligence, we speak to that in that phrase, well, that's just me, it's who I am. If you understand who you are, if you truly understand who you are, then you are going to take that into consideration as you're forming what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, or what you're going to do, or, and how you're going to, to do it. This is, a, this is something that I have, well, I'm 62. I've spent most of my life trying to understand myself. And something that I know about myself is I am passionate. I am convicted. I am confident in my position, in my opinion. And I have the potential to come across as this overbearing, aggressive individual. I don't feel that inside me, but I know that I have in the past come across that way. And, and people are turned off. They put up walls. They feel like they're being attacked. Yeah, that is who I am. But you know what? I need to harness that. I need to take the reins and I need that to work for me, not against me. And it's only as I become uh, more mature, I guess is the right word, that I have been able to really, truly see it. And I'm going to use the word manage, manage it. I'm not trying to manipulate anyone. I'm making sure that what I'm sharing is not overwhelming. How I'm sharing it is not overwhelming. That's part of emotional intelligence. It's taking ownership of ourselves. It's taking ownership of who we are and how we present to other people. Emotional intelligence is an absolutely huge topic. And I have had Teresa Quinlan on twice on my podcast. She's an emotional intelligent coach, I guess is the right word. It's a very, very large subject and I'm still learning all about it. That's definitely a subject that you need to it, go and explore. And then as far as listening, it's a necessity. Becoming a better listener. Simon Sinek, who I absolutely love, and I reference him often, he says we need to listen to understand, not listen to reply. When you process what you hear, pause, collect your thoughts, and then give a reasoned response. 
When you do that, you're much more likely to get engagement in the conversation. Don't talk over people. Let them finish. Listen to what they're saying. And it's okay for that pause to happen in order for you to give your uh, response. Because if you're trying to figure out what you're going to say midway through what somebody else is saying, you're missing the second half of what they're saying. So if you only got the first half, and you gave a, okay, I'm getting my response ready. And they brought in more information. Your response could be completely off base. It could be out in left field because you don't have all the information. You've decided, oh, I've got enough. I know where they're going with this. But they might not be going where you thought they were. Listen, listen. So I thought what I would do is share some of the books and podcast, uh, not necessarily podcast episode, but podcasts that I go to, to learn and to grow and to continue on. And let's start with the books first. Don't mind the paper rustling because I've got some of them here because I want to read from them. <laughs> um, it Takes What It Takes, Trevor Moed. Unfortunately, this wonderful thinker passed away here a week or so ago. He is, was Russell Wilson's mindset coach. They actually created Limitless Minds, which is definitely an account you'd want to follow on LinkedIn. Lots of good information. And the book is about neutral thinking, how to think neutrally and gain control of your life. And something uh, I want to share from the book is the human mind absorbs negativity seven times more easily than it absorbs positivity. We also know that language is the most powerful carrier of negativity. Thinking about my struggles is nowhere near as powerful as verbalizing them. When it comes out of my mouth, it affects me tenfold. If it's negative, it may be seven times more on top of that. So that is a huge impact. Our words matter. What we speak, what we say to our team, it matters. And you know, the other thing is it matters what you're saying to yourself, what you're verbalizing about yourself. You're either tearing yourself down or building yourself up as a leader. So that's a book that I'm currently working on. One that I have used over the years, in fact, I had all of my management team when I was in corporate go through this book. It's called Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. And I'll give you a couple of thoughts from that. What's a crucial conversation? It's the day-to-day -day conversations that affect your life. So that could be at work, that could be at home. And so the long and the short of it is, really every conversation is crucial because it is affecting your life in some way. Some are more crucial than others. Others, there's no, no question about that. Well, one of the thoughts from the book is it start with heart. 
your own heart. You have to get your own heart right before you can help in a conversation. Your intent needs to be pure. Here's another one. Speak persuasively, not abrasively. Goes back to what I was saying about myself. Like, oh, yeah, I can get pretty passionate and... Okay, so am I being abrasive or am I being persuasive? What you say and how you say it does matter. And this was the big thing for me in this book. Master your internal stories. We all tell ourselves stories about what we assume other people are thinking or feeling. You choose, you create your own emotion. No one can make you feel anything. You are feeling what you're feeling because of the stories that you're telling yourself. And understanding and critiquing your stories helps you when it comes to the emotion that you're feeling. Is this real? Is this, am I just making this up? Did I misunderstand? So really watch for the stories that you're, you've got going on. So that's another um, great book. And one that I found that just warmed the cockles of my heart. It's called Everybody Matters. And it's written by Bob Chapman. He's the CEO of Barry Waymiller. And years ago, back in the recession, what was that, 2008? Living, something like that, 2009. They had a revenue plunge that was just phenomenal, just about destroyed the company. And instead of mass layoffs, they found creative and caring ways to cut costs, such as asking team members to take a month of unpaid leave. And as a result, they emerged from the downturn with higher employee morale than ever before. So they got creative. And he talks about everybody matters. Nobody's going to be laid off. But here is a bit from that book. Once we define the right process, we allow for maximum responsible freedom within that process. We define winning and then give people the freedom to execute. Just enough structure means that we have established some guardrails, but not imposed so many rules that they stifle individuality, personal judgment, innovation, or creativity. While freedom from liberates individuals from oppressive rules, it does not by itself provide opportunities for them to express themselves. That is where freedom too comes in. People should have the freedom to innovate, experiment, and fail. I absolutely love this. I am a huge proponent, you've probably heard me say this on the podcast, of delegation. Giving people the opportunity. This is where we need to get to. Here, it's in your court now. It's at your desk. You get creative and you figure out what is the, the best way for you to get that accomplished. People love to be given the opportunity to set their course and 
to strive towards something and complete it under their own steam. They just do. I also thought about podcasts. So Master Your Mindset with Colin Henderson is a great one. He's part of Limitless Minds. The Heather Sager Show. She's my speaking coach. Absolutely love her energy. Something that you need to learn as a leader is how to speak persuasively. And what she teaches is how to speak magnetically so that your message resonates. You need this in leadership, whether you're speaking to your team on a one-on-one basis or you're in a boardroom, you're in a group meeting, you're speaking to the owner of the company, you need to learn how to speak so that you can present persuasively what it is that you're wanting to share. So that's another uh, great one. One of my favorite ladies is Claude Silver. She's the chief heart officer of Vayner Media. She has a podcast. I like it because it's very quick. Often they're just a few minutes long, but they come from her heart. It's called Emotional Optimism, which is wonderful. Impact Theory, Tom Bilyeu. I, I don't listen to all of his episodes, but there's so many there that are very interesting from a science perspective. Now with Tom, you're definitely in it for an hour or two in his podcast. He goes deep with um, most of his guests, but there's lots of really good information there that will help you that you can implement into your leadership role. One that I've just discovered is work life. Uh, with Adam Grant. Adam has several 10x talks. I follow him on Instagram and LinkedIn. I like his clarity. He has very simple, thought-provoking posts. So that uh, is another one that you can add. And then the Happiness Lab. We all need more happiness. We need to choose happiness. And this is another one that definitely would hit the list of, yeah, you know what? Check in on those. And then last but not least, Leadership Simplified. We have people from all over the world sharing their thoughts on leadership and giving actionable steps that you can take to grow as a leader. Don't stop growing. You absolutely need to continue growing. And there's going to be times where You've got space and you go all in and you go deep and you learn lots. And then there's going to be other times where it's much slower because you've got more that you have to focus on, whether that's in your job or in your life. I hope that this information helps you, that you'll get on some of those podcasts, you'll follow some of these people, you read some of these books. Because it does make a difference. The more knowledge and information that you have that you can draw from, that you can implement, the better off you're going to be no matter what situation presents itself to you. You are going to be able to draw on what you've learned and what you have applied. 
So get out there and have a wonderful week learning new things and growing. And we'll talk to you again next week. Well, now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at The People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.